Hello and welcome to Ascent's podcast, Exploring Standards. My name is Jess and in this podcast, I will be talking to the experts in the consultancy industry. At Ascent, we pride ourselves on championing international standards. And in each episode of this podcast, I will be talking to expert consultants discussing standards, ISOs, consultancy and everything in between to bring you industry knowledge and updates. Hello and welcome to another episode of Exploring Standards. I am your host, Jess, and today I have the pleasure of talking to Brett Harding from the Delivery Group. Brett, how are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having us on, Jessica. Thank you for coming on. So our topic today is remote ordering and consulting, and I feel like that's something that's really become more prominent since the pandemic. Uh, but before we get into our topic, first of all, I'd just like to, for you to tell us a little bit about who you are and sort of what you do. Okay, so uh, I am the HR manager for London and Kent for the delivery group. We have sites up and down the country. We've got sites in Luton and Warrington and Bristol, but I mainly focus on the London Kent areas. Uh, I've been at the company uh, since 2007. So I've seen a lot of changes, uh, namely uh, us going after uh, different certificates and using companies like Ascent to get us to a level where we are passing these audits with flying colors and not having to worry about non-conformities. Um, it's not, it's, it's basically a small part of what I do, obviously with HR, there's a lot more, uh, people, um, skills that are needed for that than, than audits, but, um, yeah, audits now as we, as we try and get different certificates, take up a, a larger part of my, of my role at the business. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much. So I'm going to go straight to auditing then and consulting and can you kind of give our listeners a brief overview of what to expect during a remote audit or consulting? Well, I think the if for people that haven't experienced it before, it's very similar to an on-site audit. Mm-hmm. Um, there's you definitely need to do more preparation work in advance, purely because um, if you're in an office environment, you can maybe have somebody walk off. You can go to a department. You can grab some files that you need. Uh, remotely, it's a little bit more tricky. So the preparation of these audits is, I think, is important to make sure that you're um, You've, you've got all your ducks in line, that, that you have the, the required documents that you know and you're definitely going to be asked for. Um, an auditor could throw you a curveball and ask for something different. And then it's having that contact with the department head and having them obviously scan and send it over to you. So as, as much as possible, if you can get that stuff in advance, mm-hmm. it just makes it a lot easier. I, I, don't, I, don't, I personally don't see too many, um, too many differences. Uh, obviously when they're on site they will do walk arounds the buildings normally and you can show them different areas we like to plan in advance and uh, walk around and record video so whether we do it in chunks and we do specific areas showing cctv cameras fire escapes that kind of thing or do um the extinguishers showing that the dates on them obviously you can't show every set of fire extinguishers you've got in the whole building but if you do kind of a scattering it gives them a rough overview of what of what they're looking for um also it's just making the other managers that you're probably going to need um on the day aware in advance that they may be needed to jump on to a call at some point during the day normally audits are really good and if you sort of get into the dialogue with them early uh, they normally have a time plan of where they're going to be looking at certain items. So you can give these people plenty of fair warning for them to be available. And normally auditors don't want more than 10 or 15 minutes of someone's time. 
so, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't mind the audits. Obviously, we had to do a lot of them during lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, it was okay. I just found it to be a, a simple process. You still have the same dialogue that you have face-to-face, but less mobility around the building, I'd say. Okay. Um, you said, obviously, preparation was keen. I think that's something that we're going to come back to uh, later in the podcast, so that's good to know. Um, but my next question, actually, is can all audits be conducted remotely? What are sort of the limitations that you have found? Um, it, it would have been originally the, the limitation was uh, due to the lockdown is that we couldn't show them around the buildings because we didn't have people in the buildings. Yeah. So, and the people that were in maybe uh, weren't reliable enough to, to do exactly what you wanted them to do or what the, what you wanted to show. So um, I, I don't know of many limitations. Um, if it's, if it's an, if it's a viable option for your company, then there, it's nothing to fear. I don't, I, I, I some people actually, are more afraid of the on-site audit sitting face to face with an yeah. auditor rather than doing it sort of digitally, you know, in a remote location. Um, but yeah, it would it would definitely be those kind of walk around things that they need. It's harder. It it was harder, should I say, during lockdown. But now we have um, we have done them outside of lockdown. It was just at the very tail end, so we had people in the office which were able to get us the. Uh, the required videos and certificates that were maybe on the wall. See, that's another thing. It's, you know, you've got notice boards or you should have notice boards around, you know, canteens and in areas that people can see. Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's thinking ahead and, and saying, we're going to need that. They're going to want to see um, the, the certificates shown on the wall. So uh, that kind of mindset has to be, that's that that can hinder, but I wouldn't yeah. say it's necessarily you know, it's it's not really a, a limitation. It's just again, I, I keep going back to it. But it's the planning. It's just thinking, yeah. thinking ahead. Even if it's your, if it's your first audit, then you know, use uh, whoever it is you've got from Ascent guiding you to help you plan that in advance and listen to them. Do what they say because if you don't, yeah. then that's where you're going to get tripped up. Yeah, definitely. Do you think there's more benefits in having a remote um, auditing or consulting? Um. I don't know that there's necessarily benefits. I, I, ju- I just never saw them as, as, as a, as a difficulty. I never yeah. saw them as a, as, as a hurdle. I didn't. It was a way to, um, to get through the audit. Um, sometimes, obviously, with with you know, if you're travelling to a location, for example, and the auditors themselves, if they're doing it at home, the audit might be quicker. Which yeah. some people is great. If they want to get it over and done with quicker, then that's perfect. Um, there's also Sometimes if you if you haven't got a rapport with the auditor, there's that awkward thing of sitting in the room and you've passed them the documents and then they're just scouring through them and you're just sort of tapping your fingers and looking at your at your assistants, you know, what should be going on. Uh, yeah. But if you're doing it at home, they can go, right, let's just, uh, I'll go and look at these documents. We'll log off and we'll come back in 15 minutes. So you're then able to maybe do more of your day or just, you know, check emails, make phone calls, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I think, but you know, I think there's a lot of pros and cons to both ways of, you know, on site and, and remote. But I think you are right in the sense that it's giving you a bit more flexibility and freedom having having a remote audit. Mm-hmm. 
need help implementing a standard or maintaining a management system, Ascent Risk Management can support you throughout any stage of your project. The expert team delivers impartial consultancy and auditing services across multiple disciplines, including information security, cybersecurity, environmental sustainability, health and safety, quality management, and business improvement. More than just box ticking, their team works in collaboration with yours to build a bespoke management systems that return real business benefits. Find Ascent online at www.ascent1, which is A-S-S-E-N-T-1.com. Um, so you've kind of already touched on this a little bit, and it's how can organisations prepare for remote audits? So I know you've kind of gone in a little bit more detail, but I have a feeling you've got a bit more to give us. Loads. <laughs> so, yeah, so just to you know, a little look behind the curtain and for us as a company, when we first started, I'm not going to lie, we were terrible. Uh, we had documentation, we had things in place, but they weren't very good. So uh, Ascent came in and uh, Rob was amazing because he was like a, he was extremely patient with, I'm going to say us because I don't want all of the blame to be with me, but us as a company, <laughs> he was like a, um, a kind parent that was teaching a child to ride a bike. He just kept running over the same things and not losing his temper with us and saying, you need to get this in place. You need to make sure that your documentation is up to date in the, in years. And I'm going back to like, you know, 2010, 2011 time. Uh, we had folders, everything was paper-based and we weren't necessarily filling out all the documents. You know, you'd be distracted because it wasn't a full-time position. It was something that I was doing with the assistance of other people. And I'd say, right, I need you to make sure that the vehicle checks folder is done every day. They'd go, yeah. yep, sure, brilliant. And then I'd go back, you know, quarterly when Bob would come in and he'd go, can you get the folder? And I'd go and get it and I'd look and it wouldn't have been done for three months. So he's like, you need to get this done you need to get it working you need to make sure that it's kind of almost drilling it into you so it becomes muscle memory so people don't forget so all mm -hmm. of these things getting in place um leading up to the audit obviously having people uh, rob come in and do kind of almost mini internal audits it gets you to where you need to be it kind of you you i, I used to keep the managers on their toes a little bit and saying it and sort of emphasize the importance of it but say like you know rob's got to send this information off it was a bit white lie but it's kind of like just getting people to kind of buy into what you're doing to help yeah. you because otherwise you're just if you're one man chasing all of this stuff it can be really difficult so um he then gradually got us from being mainly paper-based to digital and it was a game changer just made everything so much easier so when we when we sat in our audits um, the first remote audit we did, Rob had everything there set up and ready to go. So the guy was mm -hmm. saying, I need X, Y, Z. And Rob would go, Ch -ch -ch gone. And it's like, it's in the folder and the guy's like, oh, great. Okay. Uh, and I need to see this, this, and this. And then that was sent over. So we'd go, wow. Okay. Uh, I normally expect people to be scrambling around and finding these things and scanning. So, uh, can we come back in two hours? So the guy would go for me and Rob would go, brilliant. And yeah. it, 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 it was almost like the penny dropped at that point on that first audit and going like, okay, so we're at that point now. We've worked so hard. We've prepared, um, you know, the managers. We've, we've told the people that we need to speak to. We've, we've kind of taken photographs and video of everything we need, and it's all just there. And by doing that, it, it takes away the stress. Yeah. We used to – Rob used to come in two weeks before an audit 
and I I swear I turned him grey before he, you know he's got more grey hairs because of our company than than he had previously because again we just used to leave things for the last minute and that wasn't good it wasn't good for for me it wasn't good for the company and it's not good for a company like Ascent as well that are um, you know they're there to help you and. If you're not listening to somebody that's trying to help you, then what's the point of using them in the first place? You just, yeah. you shouldn't. And it kind of goes on for the auditors as well. And it's something that I, I, I know you've got as part of your questions later, so I won't touch on it. But you work smarter, not harder, is my mantra in life. Yeah. So if you can have all these things lined up, if you can, if you take two weeks out of your schedule, and not every day, but just like say for these two weeks, I'm going to do this on this day. I'm going to get the transport stuff on this day. Just asking for that information because if you're relying on other people, they're not always quick and responsive with everything. They kind of take their time. You know, can you show me the uh, the waste disposal certificates? Yeah, sure, I'll send it over. And you wait, and you wait, and you wait, and you wait, and then you're two days, three days, four days later, you're still going. Can I have it? And it's like, oh yeah, yeah, I forgot. Sorry, I got to ask them for it. So it's another two days. So yeah. by doing all that in advance you already have it. And if you're doing that weeks before the actual audit itself, you're not kind of bunching it all up and it's like kind of you're, you're running from the preparation straight into the audit. So have that week before to just check. Is everything okay? Is there anything else we need to do? You know, if you if possible, speak to the auditors that because you know about them in advance and ask them what their kind of um, timeline of events are. So you again, you can maybe feed into... Um, uh, feed that information into your managers and make them aware of like, okay, you're, you're fifth on the list, but I don't mm -hmm. know how long it's going to take with the other things. So you're definitely a day one person. You might be a day two person. And yeah, just um, just make it easy for yourself uh, rather than, you know, a, a, making it a stressful, a stressful affair. I get that. I totally get that. I think that's like a theory or a thing you can do it in anything in, in, in well, I'd say in life, but planning should be your biggest chunk of anything. Yeah. Uh, it's so that I definitely do. You know, if you plan well, the actual job itself is easy. Um, yeah, totally. And yeah, so thank you for that. Um, any final tips then? You've given us a lot already, but any final tips for remote auditing and consulting? Uh, don't don't be afraid. Don't be. Audits are not to be. I don't think audits are, are something to be scared of unless you're not doing something you say you are. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that that's something that that Rob instilled in us really early, that if you've got a policy, are you doing those things on that policy? If not, then change the policy. Because if they come in and the auditors look at it and say, well, you're supposed to be doing this, this and this, and you're only doing two of the this is, then take the third one off. Why is, you know, if it's changed because your business model has changed or the, you know, the process itself has changed, then, then update it, keep these things updated. Um, and the auditors themselves are there to, then, although they are there to judge you in some respects, they're not there to dig out and find every little problem that you've got going on at your business. That's not what they're there for. But to be able to give you these certificates and say that you've got 27,001 or 14 or 9 or whatever it may be, then do the things that, that that's required. Even if it's the bare minimum, they might come in and say, you could be doing more. Here's some advice. Yeah, I think that if you take that on board and don't take it personally, because I have had people come into the audits with me, I've gone, oh, you need to see this manager. And I brought them in and the audit was started questioning something that this manager does and they've taken it personally. Yeah. 
and suddenly they're up in arms and they're they're getting angry about it and you have to say no no it's not it's not a dig at you he's just suggesting a way that you could do it now in some cases it might not be plausible it might not be a um a viable kind of option for your business it might be a money situation it might be something about uh, the way you run the business or uh, something that's done within it that you can't do um so I had, a, I had an auditor once. We moved into a new building, and it was two weeks after we moved in, uh, the auditor said, uh, as we were walking around, he said, oh, I noticed all the lights are on, um, like movement sensors. We said, yeah. And he said, did you have to put them in when you moved in? And I I didn't understand the question. I said, uh, yeah. What, what do you mean? He said, well, you could have put normal lights in, and then when we came in, we could have pointed out that you needed or you could save money electricity whatever by having these motion ones and and then you could have put them in and i said but that's not a sensible thing to do yeah and he was like "Mm, yeah i see it so sometimes they're looking for little points that they can give you advice on and and they're not relevant but take on board take on board what they say if you can get i'm i'm a real firm believer in trying to maintain the same auditors get a rapport with these guys because every time they come in and they sit there at the start and go tell me about your business and you go, oh, okay. And then you have to run through it all again. If you've yeah. got the same auditor, you come and you say, hello, Jack, how's the family? Did you go on that cruise that you spoke about? Because you're there yeah. for eight, nine hours a day and you're doing it two or three times a day. You start talking about normal, your normal life bleeds into the conversation. So if you can just remember little things and start having normal conversations, it becomes less of a chore and they can see the growth of the business. They can see the growth um of the departments, of, of policies, of processes. So they like to see if they, if they suggest something and, you know, you make a note of it and you apply it, you can say, so when you said about this, we applied it. And they yeah. they like they like that. It's good because it, it shows that you're taking on board what they're saying as a suggestion. Yeah. Um, some of them will be things that you have to do and some of them will just be like, have you thought about doing this? These guys go to companies all, all around the country so they're seeing similar models in other places and they might have seen something that they go, that would really work here. Mm. So that's all they're doing. They're not, they're not the enemy much to, you know, much people believe that they are. Yeah. Um, they're not trying to trip you up. They just, just treat them, you know, treat them with respect as well. I heard horror stories about people being stuck in cold offices with, with no windows or aircon or not offering them drinks or being rude to them. It's like, what's the point of that? They're here to kind of help you. Yeah, why do you want to make their life misery as well? You might not like yeah. them, but like, or you might not like you have to do an audit, but it doesn't make sense to make people angry just for the sake of being petty. So yeah. it's never it's never been something that, that I've done or we've done uh, as a company. And yeah, where where you can maintain those those communication lines, it just again makes everything easier going forward. I, I like what you said about you know building reports. Like as you, as you said, they they are human, and you know if you can build that relationship with them. It makes it happier for everybody, surely. Like if totally. you're, yeah, why would you make it more difficult for anybody, especially yourself, to to build that relationship? And and also what you said about the, you know, they go into lots of different companies, see lots of different things. And yeah. yeah, take on their advice because they have seen things probably done better sometimes, maybe sometimes not. 
but why wouldn't you try and improve your business from someone who sees it from someone you know i think it's, yeah. i think it's a great piece of advice yeah it can it can be very close-minded to think that your company is the best company in the world and we do everything perfectly because if you were you wouldn't be working where it would be like the biggest company in the world it would be a global thing so it's not so yeah. don't don't you know don't think you can't learn you're never too old to learn new tricks absolutely i think anyone who thinks that either their business or themselves are the best and can't learn anything well then you're, you're completely wrong because you can always learn yeah. something no exactly yeah. mm -hmm. well thank you so much for talking to me today um i really enjoyed today i hope our listeners have as well um if you have enjoyed today's episode please make sure to give us a rating five star if you can um and leave us a review that always really helps the podcast uh we will have another episode coming out in a couple of weeks uh but for now thank you so much brett you're uh, welcome thanks for having me on thank you very much Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Check out the show description for links for more information on all topics discussed in the episode. If you enjoyed listening, please make sure you subscribe to our podcast and make sure to leave us a review. If you need any help with implementing an ISO standard or have any questions, please reach out to Ascent Risk Management to talk to one of our expert consultants today. We can be found at www.ascent1.com. We're also on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All links can also be found in the show description. This podcast was produced by Jessica Ingalls and is a Clemark Studios production.